I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. a podcast about two dads. One of us flosses, the other's Tom. I do floss. Regularly? How do you define regularly? <laughs> uh, at least once every other day. Oh, I'm pushing that. Do you like the floss sticks? Yeah, that's what I get. And I feel bad because... And people are going to be like, shut up, Tom. But, you know, the plastic, the whole plastic thing. But do you think people regularly say, shut up, Tom, on this podcast? Probably, yeah. I, I, I don't know how much... Do, do you think I offend people? I no, because I don't think you're mean spirited in your your offensive comments. I think it's just your look or your perspective on what's going on, and I, so I think a lot of people appreciate it. But yeah, I I don't think you offend. I think uh, like like you know everybody has a sense of humor. Yeah, whether they're funny or not, it's irrelevant. Everybody has a sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think mine's quite dark. Really? Because I don't think it's dark. You don't think it's dark? Like no. I think it's darker than most. I think it's naive. Like there's that, it's not quite as dark as that one English comic, um, Ricky Gervais. Yes, <laughs> I love him. He's funny. He but doesn't he's care. Dark. Yeah, and he'll just take shots at everyone. Yes, I'm not nearly there, but I I do get a say. Anyway, I guess that's how you doing, man. Hey, can we do our one? Um, I was thinking about names. You know how we're doing that? You know, Zen, check in the check in. Yeah. What about our meditation minute? Meditation minute. Although we're not really meditating. No. So kind of uh, maybe that's not the right wording, but um. Let's just go with check-in for right now, until yeah. we come up with a better name. That, you, you just kind of sh- showcased your age right there. Well, I, I don't want to sit here and get like into the Like, have you lost your creative buzz all of a sudden? I don't think the listeners should be involved in the creative process of picking a moment when we check in with each other. I think we could probably, we have probably seven, six days besides this podcast when we could come up with that. You make a good point. How are you feeling? I'm good. Oh, you're, you're rock solid. I feel great. I mean, yeah, I got a good sleep last night. We did some pumpkin carving yesterday. The kids are all happy. Nice. The girlfriend's cool. The ex-wife's happy. Mom's good. Yeah, I mean, right now, all things considered, we're doing all right. You're doing good. Yeah, you? I'm good. You said you've got, well, well before we get to you real quick, uh, our son Josh, uh, the producer, uh, pull that mic on over real quick, buddy, because you seem like you're a little disheveled, a little, little, little irritated, irritated, irritated. Irritated? Yeah. Irritated. I was trying to talk like Tom. Didn't work. <laughs> Gonna have to work on that accent. I know. I feel great. It's a Monday morning. Time to get to work. You look good. I feel good. Look good. Feel good. Real quick question: How yep. do you decide whether you're going to do the top knot or not? Uh, I had the top knot for f- six months. I know. You nearly but made me swear. You nearly just made me swear. I know, but Casey. no. But Sunday's like when we did the project recovery last Thursday. He came down. The hair was flowing. He looked good. Looked Uh-oh. like he stepped off the cover of GQ. So I just wonder how he decides the day if he's going to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the top knot, or I'm not going to do the top knot. Is there like a? Uh, it depends on if it's windy or not. Because uh-huh. if it's windy, then the locks get flowing. Yeah, girls mm-hmm. love the curls. Mm-hmm. That's. 
Wow. Didn't think about that. They do. I'm, yeah. not, I'm nearly getting to that point. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to get us to flow. Your has stopped growing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't. Yeah, no, your has stopped. Like, it's done growing, apparently. <laughs> look at mine and look at yours. We were at the same length about a month ago. Go back on the tape. We'll watch it. We'll review the film. I know, but if we call my girlfriend, which we probably will today, she is losing her mind. Why? About my hair. Like, absolutely going bananas. Really hates it with a passion. Oh dear! I mean it. I mean it to the point where we just don't talk about it. You can now go back to her and say, "Hey, well, look, it stopped growing. It's not getting any worse. No, it's still growing. <laughs> trust, this is me. As, trust me, this is as bad as it's going to get. Yeah. So we checked in with me. We checked in with uh, <sighs> producer Josh. What about yourself? I'm doing. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, you were a little heated last week. A I was fired. a little heated. I, I'm. I'm. I'm doing better. Um, News over the weekend came. Uh, my home city mm-hmm. of Melbourne, Australia, uh, had. So, for those that are unaware, and I don't need to go into great detail, but they've been in, in lockdown for longer than Wuhan, mm. the, 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 the city in, in, in China that uh, many speculate that the virus began, right? Mm hmm. Uh, I don't know if they've proven that. Have they proven that yet? I don't know. I don't know either. But anyway, we all we're all pretty sure it's from Wuhan. So anyway, uh, they've been, yeah they've been in lockdown. My my folks and and family have been in lockdown for like fourteen weeks. It might be longer. Maybe it was like maybe it's like sixteen. But it's, so this is only leaving for essentials. Uh, so everything's closed. Retail's closed. Restaurants are closed. You can get, you can order takeout, but you, but you can't drive and pick it up. They have to deliver it. Mm-hmm. Drop it on your door. Um, you can go to the supermarket. One person per household can go to the supermarket mm-hmm. uh, once a day. Mm-hmm. You can't leave within a f- uh, further than a five-kilometer radius from your house. Mm. Now, I'm not entirely sure how that works if, if there isn't a supermarket or a grocery store within the 5K. I don't know what you do then. No, nah, they'll probably make an exception. I'm sure they'd make, it, make an exception. But, yeah, so like for like 14 weeks is three and a half months. You would figure our Australian numbers would be up then. I mean, they have nothing to do. At least they could be listening to this podcast, checking in on Tom, see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. But over the weekend, they recorded zero cases uh, overnight on um, Saturday, Sunday, I believe, and zero new deaths. So they're starting to reopen things a bit more, which is much needed um, because, I mean, they were at a point like not that long ago. They, eight, they were getting like eight the, – the city I'm from was getting like 800 cases. Mm-hmm. And um, – and now they're down to zero, so they've done a really good job. You know what's so crazy? What? So I've got a friend who lives in Perth, and I don't know how many of our listeners really know much about geography. Probably. You Americans. Uh, I won't offend, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know where I was going. You know that was offensive just by saying that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got Anytime gotcha. I start a sentence with you Americans, please just stop me. <laughs> uh, we should get like a you American jar, like a swear jar. Anytime you say you Americans, you have to put a dollar in that, and at the end of the month, we can go get ice cream. Uh, really? Um, anyway, so my friend lives in Western Australia, which is on the other side of the country. Uh, in July, he was going to parties of like with 200 people, no masks. The beers were flowing. Sure. The bands were playing. Yeah. Hosp- in hospitals, you, they're shaking hands. Uh-huh. Like, they haven't had a case out there f- for months. Isn't that remarkable? Yeah. Like, it, like, and I'm sure many of our listeners probably aren't all that aware. Because we get a lot of news from Europe, I've noticed, here in, in America. Like, uh-huh. a lot of the international news, if you will, comes from Europe. But we don't get a ton... From Australia. From Australia, and for good reason. Like, it's a ways away, and, and there, there really isn't a ton of Australians. We do talk about the Hemsworth 
you know, brothers quite a bit. Yeah, for good reasons. Hot. Yeah, hot, sexy. Um, now, uh, anyway, so yeah, it's just a different world, but um, ha- I'm happy for them. That's my point. Okay. Now, before we sat down, um, you said you've got a story. You said it's timely. Then, so I, Yeah, I've got beef. You got beef? Oh, I love it when Tom's got beef. Yeah, i got beef. Who do you got beef with? i got beef with a local company named Beehive. Have you heard of them? Not the Beehive Cheese. No. Is it good? Oh, it's amazing. Really? They've got this uh, cheese that they put coffee grinds on the outside of it. Nice. Oh, it's, yeah. Coffee Little, cheese, huh? Okay. Oh, it's pretty good, yeah. You can go to any of your local stores, like the Harmons, they're going to have it. Nice. Yeah. If, if you go to the Harmons, beware. <laughs> that cheese is probably worth $30. Hey, it's good, though. Good. Worth it? Okay, so now. Sorry. Who's not going to sponsor our show now? Beehive. That's what we should call this this segment. Yeah. Beehive isn't going to sponsor our show after this. Okay. Now, who is Beehive? Beehive's a company that uh, they they, they make, um, like, watering systems Mm -hmm. for your hose. Sure. uh, For your your drip system at the back, whatever. Your sprinklers is what I'm trying to say. I gotcha. And it's like, you know, the the panel inside the house that you can control all of that with. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. That's them. They have an app as well. So actually quite – and they're a local company, believe it or not. So this is probably the wrong time to go and, and bash a local company. Why stop now? Why stop now? You're right. Uh, but normally, like, uh, I get a um, an auto-freeze delay, uh-huh. you know, where I'll get a notification if the weather's within the next 24 hours going to be cold. It shuts itself off automatically. Sounds smart. Which – and that – I mean, that's happened with, with temperatures of, like, 55 degrees. Okay. Over the last couple of weeks. And and this past weekend, right, it dropped significantly. Oh, yeah. On Sunday, it was really quite cold. Yeah, I think it got to 40s and then 20s in the overnight. Yeah. And my, so my sprinklers come on at, at 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, by then, I imagine, yeah, you're looking at high 20s probably. Yeah. Uh, especially with the wind chill. Anyway, um, turns out my sprinklers didn't turn off last night. And, and they're scheduled to go off twice a week at the minute, so Thursdays and Sunday evenings. Mm-hmm. And so my sprinklers went off last night. And so I woke up this morning to an ice rink. Ooh. Like a, like a legitimate ice rink. Uh-huh. Front and back. And right before we came on, I had a notification on my phone saying that there was somebody at the front door. And I noticed my wife was there standing at the door walking the poor uh, delivery man to the front door. Uh, not literally like walking him, but like guiding him. Like, hey, it's an ice rink out there. My husband left the sprinklers on last night. Well, really, I'm to blame, but the beehive's to blame to me. Okay. Because that should never have happened. Case. Well, let's find out why it happened. You know what I mean? Maybe it was error fault. Maybe User you, error? Yeah. You're saying, yeah. granted, I probably should have turned them off. Yeah, it could be you, but I mean, I don't know. Literally, I, I, wish, I wish I had taken a photo. And maybe I will when I get home. And so I think right now, I mean, it's almost Halloween. I think a lot of people are turning their water off for the year. I think you're probably pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I've seen your yard. You've Not got good. A, you know, you got a dead... Uh, grass yard in the back and yeah. so i don't really know what you're watering. watering yeah i'm just trying to revive it case are you how many times do you water your your garden a week a week uh, well you know i mean during the height i mean i think it's every other day okay what about now do you know now no the water's turned off oh you just turned it off yeah well the city turned it off oh the city turned it off yeah i have secondary water do you not have secondary water you've asked me this like four times i still don't know what secondary wood? I have water. Does your water come from the house or does it come from the ground? Um, I think I've got both. Like, huh. I, like I got to turn, I got to turn the tap, the big key. Do you have the key? Yeah, I got a key. Yeah, does that is that? I think you got secondary. Your water should be turned off here pretty soon. 
Right. Well, let's get a hold of Beehive. If somebody's listening to this and they know Beehive, you know, you can reach out to us on our Facebook or Instagram and, and say, hey, I work for Beehive. I want to help Tom out and uh, get that going so you don't have to endanger any more UPS drivers. If you are a, if you are a uh, ice skater, uh-huh. uh, just come to the address. Rink hours are open, huh? Yeah. Rink hours are open, $5 entry. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> no, I love it. I'm sorry. It's just, just north of Sugar House Park. Up there where the shooting was a couple of weeks ago. Really lovely neighborhood. Hey, you're listening to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. Coming up, I'm going to ask Tom what he would tell his young son about women. That's coming up next. Here we go. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said... You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, you're listening to Dadtastic, a podcast about two dads. I'm Casey Scott. I'm Tom Hackett. So the reason I want to ask you this question is because um, my daughter, my oldest daughter, she's 15. Presley. Officially got a boyfriend. So... And he comes to, like, last night we had a pumpkin carving contest. He came. Oh, wow. And he's kind of, you know, that was a big step for him. I mean, he met my girlfriend and her kids. First time. First time. Wow. Uh, He went to a family party. Uh, We hang out and all that stuff. And uh, we're going to get to how I'm dealing with it in a second. But I I don't know if I'm the – I don't know what to do. So I want to hear something. Like, if you were to sit bubbles down. Yeah. And say bubbles. And he was like coherent, could understand English. Yeah, and he'd be like, this is what I know about women. Okay. Listen up. This is going to make your life a lot easier. What kind of wisdom would you give young bubbles? I'd say two words. Okay. Be careful. Mm. That's all I'd say. And, and you know, I think, uh, Case, um, I think what's really important is that every um, young adolescent, male or female, goes through their own life experiences. Yeah. And I just don't think that it's fair for a parent to say, you can do this and you can't do that when it comes to whether or not it's being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it, like if, if Presley, your oldest, finds a boyfriend and they, they enjoy each other's company, go for it. They do. Granted, they have to be at a certain age, in my opinion. Like, you know, you're not going to have a, a legitimate boyfriend at the age of eight, are you? But, no. But once you, you kind of hit puberty and, 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 and all that starts to happen, and then um, she's at the age, I think, where it's now okay to uh, experiment with a boyfriend. Whoa. Oh, that might have come out wrong. That, 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 that might have come out wrong. That, I didn't mean, like, um, like uh, experiment sexually. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But maybe, I mean... I almost jumped across this and just... Tackled you. Why? Because that's my daughter you're talking about. Okay, what were you doing at that age, Case? Uh, we're not talking about Case, me. What we're talk- were you doing? We're not the- talking How about me. How old were you when hey, you lost Shay. your virginity? We're not talking about me. We're talking exactly. about my daughter. That's we're- my point, though. And so I guess what I'm trying to do is, because I had a couple things happen to me this weekend that just kind of made me pause and, 
And, you know, as Arsenio Hall used to say, things that make you go, hmm. I had a couple of those moments. So Davis High School football yep. had a game on Friday. We're into the playoffs. Friday Night Lights. Oh, it was good. It was cold. So I wanted to go to the game to watch my daughter dance because that's what dance dads do. Yes. Right? So I go there, and I'm watching her dance, and she's amazing, and everything's good. The darts are just amazing. Uh, and, you know, the Davis darts, they won the football, so they're on to the next round. Good for them. So I do what I normally do before Ashton. We should start calling this B.A. before Ashton. I text her. said, hey, you did wonderful. Do you need a ride home? She texts me back. No, Dad. Ashton's coming to get me. Kid just got his license. So right there, I'm not needed. I was needed for a while because I was the driver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was her. I provided her where to go and how to get home. But now Ashton's here, and Ashton can pick her up. So we sat out in the car. You know, she's warming up. She's changing, and she's getting ready to go out with her friends for the night, which a 15-year-old girl should be able to do. Right. Um, so I'm waiting there behind me. Honk, honk. Ashton's behind me. Presley gets out of the car, goes over there. And jumps in the car with him. Says goodbye to dad. Says goodbye to me. Okay. I look at him. I give him the mad dog look that, you know, hey, I could go crazy. Make sure you take care of my daughter. Yeah. But I want to be cool, too. Of course. You know what I mean? So I'm like, hey, you guys be safe. Yep. Everything cool. Yeah. Seatbelts. Yeah. And then I give him that look like, yo, bro, I could kill you. I won't. Don't bark up this tree, big boy. But I could, you know. And so, it, you know, and then... And, and he's a great kid, and they really seem to enjoy each other's company, and he's, he's, he's polite. He's everything that I could ask for a boyfriend for my daughter, but I don't know him all that well. I mean, what he's showing me, I like. Does that make sense? Of course. First impression, he's trying to impress early. So what we do at the Scott household, now it's the Scott Harris household because I'm with my girlfriend. Yep. We do a pumpkin carving contest. Every year. Every year. Yeah. Everybody puts in five bucks per pumpkin. Who's the judge? Here's where we get to that. So everybody does their pumpkin how they want. You put them on the doorstep, whoever's hosting the pumpkin carving party. When the trick-or-treaters come around, before they get the candy, you go, which pumpkin do you like the best? And they have to vote. Mm. And then whoever gets the most votes gets the five bucks and their name on the plaque. Nice. So we're doing the pumpkin carving contest. They did one together. And so we were trying to figure out, me and my ex-wife, should we give Presley and Ashton, um, you know, a celebrity nickname? You know how they combined them? Yeah. Um, but we really haven't come up with them. I think it was Preston, which is Presley and Ashton. Uh-huh. Um, Ashley. Which is Ash <laughs> Presley and Ashton, which I liked. I like we should just call him Ashley. But so we haven't done that. I'm a digression. But you know the thing is, is that they seem happy. I think every uh, parent goes through what you're going through because I, I remember my parents like when I was around. I'm the oldest, by the way, of five. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember. Uh, Pretty well, how my parents were acting. Now, I, I, it was different for me because my parents were living in Tokyo, Japan at the time. And you're a guy. And, I, and, I'm, a, and I'm a dude, and I was going to boarding school in Melbourne, Australia. It's about a 10-hour plane trip. Like, it's a you know, decent trek. Yeah. Um, and so they, they didn't have as much control as, as you would being at home with your daughter. But, but there were certainly rules that I had to follow by. Now, if I didn't – like, I remember, for example, I went down – uh, it was a Saturday afternoon. Um, I, I don't know. I was probably 13 at the time. 
maybe maybe 14, but I went down to a, a, a street it's called Chapel Street. It's pretty busy, you know. It's got a bunch of shops and kids hang out there, whatever. And I remember uh, my grandmother was not happy. She was kind of the, my guardian, if you were looking after me while my parents were still living in Tokyo, Japan. But, yeah, she had to come down and get me. And, and I was like, no, you know, you don't have to come down and get me. She's like, no, I'm coming to get you. You, you never asked me if you were going there and... And so I think I think all parents go that way, and I know Mum and Dad had some input, you know, with that yeah. whole that whole situation. Um, I, I think it's hard for a lot of parents' case. So the line I'm dancing on is, you know, there are rules. You can't be in a room with the door closed. That's a big no no, you know. And you got to be home when I say you're going to be home, and you got to go where you're going to say you're going. You know, what I mean, I, I don't I don't want surprises. But what I'm the line I'm dancing on is I want to be cool. I want them to hang out with me and and I want them to feel comfortable. I want them to be at my house. I want them to feel comfortable and come to parties, you know, that, that we're at and all that stuff, you know. But I don't want to be too cool to where they think, "Oh, he's not really paying attention." Yeah, because then they'll take advantage of you. Yeah. Have you had have you had the sex talk yet? Yeah. You have. Yeah. How'd that go? I and and I don't want to throw my ex-wife under the bus. Um I bet you will. Um, it sounds like it. She's my daughter said I did a better job at it than she did. Okay, so you've both you've both done it. Yeah, and so well, can, like like without obviously going into like maybe I don't I don't want to invade personal space, but like what did you? I how, just, did you how did you do that? Because I remember when Dad did it with me. And see, I don't think anyone ever had it with me. Nobody had the sex talk. With no, you. uh-uh. I mean, I think everything I learned was from watching Porky's movies when I was a kid, and those were raunchy rated R comedies. You know, so I, right. yeah, I nobody ever sat me down and, and did that. We didn't have the maturation class in school either. Right, okay. You know, um, so. We had sex ed, but yeah, I don't ever remember having the maturation class because they have that about, what, puberty, right? 12, seventh grade. Th- yeah, 12, 13. Yeah. And I asked both my daughters when they turned 12 if I could go to the maturation class with them, and they said, absolutely not, Dad. Yeah. You're just going to make this a joke. I, I don't remember the maturation class. I just basically said, hey. I can't tell you what to do because it's your body. I can tell you the best thing to do is wait and make sure you're in love. That's I can't, it. I, you know what I mean? I, I, I said, you think that you're in love now and maybe you are, but you have no idea what it really is. Just wait. Do you think they listened? I don't know. Or do you think she, you've only had it with. Personally, I yeah. Imagine, yeah. Well, because Frankie, my youngest one, uh, my youngest daughter, uh, she said that uh, she's never going to get her period. And I said, that's awesome. Thanks, honey. Yeah. She goes, you're welcome, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she understands how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but I applaud her. Yeah. We like her trying to think. I, I like her energy. Yeah. I was like, cool, honey. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah. I mean, so, but this, these are things that I just... I'm trying to figure it out. Like, you know? like my dad goes, you know, along similar lines. He's like, look, I, you're the one that's going to end up making the decisions for yourself, the older you get, and that's just part of growing up. But he, he, he just said, Tom, just, just wear a condom is what he said. Mm-hmm. Just, just for the love, you know, please make sure you do it in a safe environment and you protect yourself and the other individual. And I said, okay, thanks, Dad. And I took his advice. And uh, I think we could probably stop there. We could probably stop there, yeah. But I wasn't going to go into the details how, how it all unfolded. But yeah, that, that was kind of the talk he gave me. Yeah. And we, which isn't the same talk you'd give a female, I imagine. Like, 
Although maybe you do. Uh, See, that's the thing is I don't know because I grew up with all brothers. You know what I mean? This whole thing of having daughters and being sensitive and having to go to the store and get products for them and, you know what I mean, mm. and having to be the, the mom and the dad when they're with me. You know what I mean? Leslie does amazing, and I, and, and, and I really think that Presley utilizes her to some degree in that in that aspect. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's just me and her, you know, and if she's crying and I don't understand why she's crying – I just got to let her cry and, and be there. You know what I mean? I, we weren't – we're a loving family, like my side with the brothers and stuff. There's nothing we wouldn't do for each other. But there was not a lot of feelings being talked about. Sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, there and weren't I, many and, feelings in my household and, and I think – not to generalize, but I think women run a lot on feelings. Uh, I think more so than men uh, if we were to stereotype, although, of course – But there know, are stereotypes that- for a reason. Uh, yeah, sure. I I do think though there are plenty of men out there that are, that are just as um, emotional, emotional, if yeah. you will, as um, as as some females. So yeah, it's hard. I I always try not to stereotype, but I tend to do it more than I probably should. Uh, so that's a tricky case. I would um, look. I think the best thing you can do is uh-huh. is understand that uh, the work you've put in as a father up until this point will hopefully pay dividends over the coming years. That's the goal because at this point, they're spending more time with their friends in school than they are with their parents. And so I, she's got a good group of friends yeah. and all the guys they hang out with are good. I mean, they're all good kids. And I, and I truly believe most kids are all good. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and I understand being a kid because I was one and I mean, a lot of people still think I act like one. Yeah. So I just hope, you know, I love her and I just want her to, to be good. And I, I like Ashton. Ashton, you're a good guy. Yeah. Just make, just make good but decisions. But I will kill you. Just make good decisions. Yeah. It petrifies me that you can get your, your license at 16 here in America. When can you get it in Australia? 18, but it's a much harder process. Um, oh. Quickly, essentially what happens is you, you go and take your written test like you do here, mm-hmm. and then you get your learner's permit, and you have an L plate you stick onto your windshield, your front and your back windshield. Mm-hmm. And that tells everybody around you that you're learning. And you can only drive the car if you have somebody, you, 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 one of your parents or a guardian, a legal guardian in the passenger seat. And you can have nobody else. Oh, no, that's not true. You can have a whole family in the back. But long story short, you have to document 120 hours of driving. Mm. And you have to document it. And then you have to go take that. The doc, you know, They give you like a diary. Uh, and it, it used to be handwritten. I think now it's all electronic. Mm-hmm. And essentially you have to take that in. But you have to have like uh, a certain amount of hours driving in the dark, mm-hmm. uh, in the evening, in the wet, you know. Like you have to – I think it's like 10 hours at, at nighttime, 10 hours in in rain. Um, and it, it's, it takes two years for you to be able to get your – and then you don't get your full license at 18. You get a red P. That's a perma's permit. <laughs> you can have no alcohol in your system. You're only allowed one other passenger. Uh huh. And then after one year of that, you get your green peas. And you have that for. <laughs> what is so bloody funny? You have that for two years, and you can have as many people in the car as you want, but you're not allowed any alcohol. And then finally, you get your full license, and you're allowed a certain amount of blood alcohol. Uh, your blood alcohol levels are allowed to be a certain. Yeah. But, but, but you know. It take, like it's a process. Yeah, no, it seems like it. That's why I was laughing. I was like, wow. Yeah, no, they, t- they take it very seriously. And you know, here in the States, it's it doesn't seem like it's nearly as extravagant as that. No, it's not. It's, it's like, you know, do how many hours do you need? I don't know. And I got to you – know, my daughter can drive. 
She doesn't have a license. She's got a permit. Can she drive by herself? No. She has to drive with you. Yeah. And she's got to log a certain amount of hours. And with- But I, I think it's like 30 or 40 hours. I don't know. You should probably know. Case. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go look that up right yeah. now. You're listening to Dadtastic. Basically, we're just two idiots, but we love you listening. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to Dadtastic. I'm Casey Scott. I'm Tom Hackett. So you said you've got something for us. You're not sure where it's going to take us. So, um, crime. Yeah. Like, um. <laughs> You're the most random cat I know, really. Like, I was thinking, this is going to be something about two dads or maybe about bubbles, about your wife. But before we get to your thing, real quick, I want to ask you something. Because I saw something on Instagram, and it said, my wife dressed me. And I looked at the picture, and it was exactly everything that you already wear. What? What's so funny, Josh, huh? What I'm saying is that she dressed hey, you like- stop talking. What did you vote? Fire or poo? You Fire. Know, good. Good. You know, uh, for people that are unaware, um, I, I put up a photo on my Instagram, and, yeah. uh, and and my wife did help me dress that night. But it looks like you normally dress. Yeah, but it's a little more clean cut, you know, like tuck myself in. Uh-huh. You know, I even tucked my jumper into my pants, which I don't normally do. That was something- she she recommended and then anyway there was a sock dilemma and and long story short I I put up a photo and uh, it was a unique look um, but I actually got more fire and then I put up a poll you know what do you what do you guys think I put a fire emoji up there or a poop emoji yeah and I actually got more fire emoji which is which is kind I thought I was going to get more poop emoji because people out there are pretty reckless behind a keyboard but um would you classify your style as kind of a euro trash <clears throat> sure but but the average uh, age of those that voted poop which is why for a second I thought maybe you voted poop was probably like 55 uh-huh you know and then, I'm not even close to that uh you you're on the brink and then like the average age of people that voted fire was more around my age like I'm going to say this right now the pants you're wearing today my 15-year-old daughter's boyfriend, Ashton, wore those exact same pants to the pumpkin carving contest. That is not an insult. <laughs> I don't know if it's a compliment. I don't know if it's a compliment either, but it's not an insult. <laughs> well, like, if you had said, like, my grandmother wears those pants, I'd go, right, something's wrong. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. But, like, 15-year-old, kind of kind of hip, kind of hip. <laughs> Are you telling me I could blend in in a high school at 28? Compliment. You could be 21 Jump Street. You could go back to high school, and they'd be like, oh, man, there's Tom. Now, that that's a compliment. Yeah, he's an arc. Because you couldn't. <laughs> okay. Well, Tou- that, uh, touche. I'll take it. Yeah. 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 So, crime. Um, you know crime's pretty popular these days in the sense crime podcasts. Yeah. You know, like uh, Sword and Scale is, is one of them that I, my I, wife loves, and there's thousands of episodes well right here on ksl we had cold which was an international success and you know and then uh, there was the recent one hope in darkness yeah that uh our good friend becky bruce kind of handled and and that was pretty popular as well anyway uh crime shows are also if you go on netflix i mean there's a lot of like true crime uh docuseries or documentaries right now i'm watching this thing on hbo called the vow and it's about the nexium cult Okay. Have you seen that? No. Oh man, they got this girl from Ally Mac who is in Smallville. I mean, they, I mean, this. Yeah, I sit there and watch it, and I go, "This is." It's be, I, 
It's just fascinating. Is it based on a true story? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I'm fascinated by that. Like anything crime related, me and my older daughter love it. Like, I mean, I love Criminal right. Minds. Right. I love I love all those, you know, the Law and Orders. Yeah. I love SWAT. Although all that stuff's fictional, isn't it? Yeah, but it's all based on real life events oh, okay. and that they turn into it. I mean, that's where they get a lot of the ideas for them. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know that. But- but my, yeah, anyway, so it's very popular, and my wife's a big, uh, she's a big uh, crime podcast listener, and, and she does, she does like um, some this true, podcast, some true crime. She loves this podcast, true okay. crime. Although she doesn't listen, true crime, uh, like Netflix shows. My, what I'm trying to get to is, I've noticed that uh, I, I don't mind them either, uh, but since Bubbles has been around, if it involves children. In any way, shape, or form, if the crime story, the true crime story that you're listening to or watching to, watching uh, has children involved, or it hits me different now. Yeah, because your so, values have changed. Wow! And so I watched something, and I think this came out recently on Netflix. It's called uh, it's called The American Murder. Mm. Do you remember? Uh, not that long ago, this year, in fact, I believe the saga in Colorado where. That one fella, um, that one fella's wife and children went missing. Yeah, and he did these interviews on television. I mean, it was national television, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I don't know where they are. I just want them to come back." Like four days later, confessed to killing his wife and the children. Oh. Do you remember that? No, you don't remember that. Uh uh-uh. uh If I showed you his face, I bet you would you would remember it. His his name was Chris something. Anyway. They put. They came out with a documentary on it, and it's it's. Um, if you're into the if you're into true crime, you you will be fascinated by it because a lot of the footage they show is real life footage, like uh, police camera footage, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of stuff from her Facebook. She was a big. Uh, anyway, what I'm yeah. So I watched that. It's about an hour and twenty minutes uh, on Netflix, and I watched that quite late last night, and mm-hmm. I was like. Whoa. And he, anyway, I don't want to go into too much detail because it is it is quite gruesome. But afterwards, I was like. On the verge of tears, because it's the saddest story. And you're not a crier. And I'm not a crier, and Bubbles sleeps uh, not in our bed anymore. We have like a, a kind of a miniature cot. They call it a bassinet. Or a bassinet uh, just off the, the side of the bed uh, on on my wife's side. And uh, I had to wake Kate up because, you know, I couldn't be bothered getting up and out of the bed and going to get him myself. I was like, hey, can you get Bubbles and... Put him in the bed with us. Yeah, yeah. I need a I need a snuggle sesh right now. Right, but like like that was that, that, I that before him. That's huh. I didn't act like that. So let me ask because I remember when my kids were young, and uh, you know they'd be sleeping in the bassinet or they would be sleeping next to the bed or let's just be honest they were in the bed. Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes I'd have to put my hand on their chest to hear them breathe. Just to feel them, just to just to make sure, make sure they're okay, you know. And, and right now, you know, like, so technology's changed. Yeah. So you know what we had? We we bought a sock, and you put it on, and you can put it on on, and and then there's an app, and it'll tell you heart rate, oh, CO two cool. levels. Um, we've stopped doing that. He's now eight. Uh, he's just turned eight months old uh, about a week ago. So he's kind of. Not necessarily past that point. Uh-huh. Um, I forget what it's called. There's a word for it where, where yeah, like young babies 
can pass away in their sleep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but this sock, I'd recommend all new parents out there investing in it, and I don't think it's crazy expensive. Maybe a hundred bucks, and it comes with like different size socks. So you know, as they it grow, grows, they grow quite fast. Um, but yeah, just peace of mind. That, that that that'll give you peace of mind. So it'll give you a little insight into the spook alley I call a brain. Um, that's a good word for it, by the way. If I'm sleeping, like if I'm in bed with the lovely Leslie, mm. and she's not a huge cuddler, um, you know, I, I I'd like to touch like just my foot to like her body. I don't like sleeping by myself. You're the cuddler in that relationship. Not really the cuddler, but I like to know someone's there because I don't want to feel alone. Okay, so it's it's okay to admit you're the cuddler. You're, you're manly enough that I think. I, I don't know if I am the case, cuddler. Well, then who is? I don't know if we have a cuddler, you know what I mean, to be honest with you. Um, but, like, my kids, when they sleep over at my house, we sleep in the same bed, and it just looks like a car wreck. I mean, there's just body parts everywhere. I mean, it's it's horrible. How? how hmm, it, you, you said that the other week, and yeah. I was still – I was quite shocked by that because yeah, they're not, old now. Yeah. I, I, think, I, th- I think they're old enough to sleep in their own bed. And, and Frankie likes to sleep. Hello. Hi, Leslie. You're on the podcast. Please don't swear. Got it. Hey, so we got a couple of things we got to go over real quick. Uh, Tom was wondering, between me and you, which one of us would be the cuddler? Mm, I'm going to say you. Yeah. You, you, I, I told him that you're not very much a cuddler. You'd be like, hey, I'm getting hot and sweaty. Can you move over to the other side of the bed? Yeah. 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 So you're not very much of a cuddler. Okay. Now, on a serious note, Oof. how angry does my hair make you? Pretty, pretty angry. What don't you like about my hair? <laughs> you can be honest. This is a safe space. It's a safe space. I'm, I'm not. Safe. It's just sloppy. <laughs> Tom, Tom said my hair is so long it stopped growing. Uh, well, I don't know about that, but it's just all a different length. Some spots it stopped growing, some it's still growing. I mean, Tom, if you look at it, pull the sides out. They're different lengths. Yeah. It stopped growing on the top, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just, like, sleep with a hat on? Well, they don't like on. it because I'm going to show you right now for the camera. If I take my hat off, look at this. <laughs> Please put the hat back on, Case. <laughs> All right. I got to go. Love you. Bye. Hey, wait. Yeah. Oh, thank you. The, the 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 photo I put up. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Les. Leslie. Real quick, did you notice that the pants Tom wears are the same as uh, Presley's boyfriend Ashton? Yeah, I'm Tate. Yeah. Oh, your I'm son. Daddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So. Uh, yeah, that's how cool people do. I wore the flannel to the Maverick this morning before I came to work, and someone goes, "I didn't know you're a deer hunter." <laughs> 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 All right. Gotta go. Uh, Bye. <laughs> Also, oh, so she, she, she probably voted fire. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, my girlfriend thinks you're hot. No, no, I don't think she think. I think she's. Is that you? Yeah, old man. I think she. Um, <laughs> what a, a text notification makes me old. Yeah, it does. <laughs> does it? Oh bugger! It's maybe I'd have to go back into the archives and see, but um, the story's gone now. But yeah, she doesn't think I'm hot. She just thinks I have good style. Huh? Yeah. Which is fine. I, she's not the only one. Oh, do, do you think that's a selling point for you? I think that's up there. 
Hey, oh, we got to go real quick because um, Joni, uh, she's part of the Hive, and that's where Leslie works. She brought me over. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Did you bring them in? No, I forgot. You're an idiot. Well, I don't think they're going to be good, but they were the Cocoa Crisp uh, Rice Krispies, but the, the, the key ingredient is it's fudge. In the Cocoa Crisps. So she... That's her grandma's recipe. And oh, she, my goodness. She's going to send you her recipe. Okay, cool. And then you can make them for the Lord and Savior Kate. Yep, just north of Sugar House by the shooting a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Lovely neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. That's my address. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I can get it to you. I know where you live. Yeah. You've been to the house. Yeah. Yeah, the crab. So she did... Dairy meat. Did she use plain Rice Krispies or Cocoa Rice Krispies? Cocoa Rice Krispies. With fudge. With fudge. Sweet bit of Zeus. That sounds good. Yeah. Really good. I mean, they were delicious. They were good. And I'm not a big sweet guy. No. I, mean, I like peanut M&Ms and I like uh, Swedish fish. Have you figured out what you're going to do on, on Halloween? I'm I'm just going for it. Okay, so we, we went through this and you haven't made any progress. I told you you can't do that. Yeah, but you're not the boss of me. No, I'm not. And you're going to make decisions, just like Presley's going to make her own decisions. Yeah. And they're not always going to be good decisions, Case. <laughs> and I think this is an example of a bad decision. Uh, yeah. Get the hand I was telling you about uh-huh. and but hand it to him. Why not just a rubber glove? Well, are you going to take that rubber glove I'm not going to put my hand t- inside people's bags. I'm just going to drop it. I mean, okay. And that I, was the sound effect of me dropping candy in the bottom. Tsh, tsh. Oh, okay. All right. I, I can. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't, you, I don't have a plan right now. Well, you can be all wavery, but I've got a plan and I'm moving forward. That's what I do. I, that's um, what men do. Are you saying I'm not a man? Maybe no. that's a compliment. <laughs> Women might be better than men. Can we talk about that for a second? Well, yeah, why not? I think they are. Sure. I, yeah. Well, they're never wrong. No. Men are always wrong. Yeah. I, when we started getting in fights, I started apologizing for stuff I didn't even do. Like I, the shooting of JFK somehow was my fault. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't even born, but okay. Yeah. That's on me. Yeah. Wouldn't happen again. Sorry, ma'am. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. Like if, 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 if you could be reborn, mm-hmm. would you be born a male or a female? Man. You would? Yeah. I like peeing standing up. I um, sit. I mean, I do, too, if it's early in the morning. But I, this is not a thing. Here's what I've learned. I sit when I pee. Yeah, I do, too. Not all the time. Josh? I bet Josh does it. Josh, Josh stands? No, yeah. Josh likes to pretend he's a lot manlier than he is. I think he's like, more I manly think, than he pretends. I think this is kind of a... I think he's way more feminine. Josh? <laughs> uh, I would say, yeah, I'm for sure more feminine. And I think it would be mainly to admit that you pee sitting down. Hmm. I, dude, dudes. Uh-huh. Yeah, bros. All uh, right, we're done. <laughs> okay. Right this second. No, no uh, I've got one more thing. Hold on. No, I, it's, it's way better sitting down. Can I just say that real It's quick? cleaner. Unless you've got a belt that you need to take off. Yeah. Then I'd recommend, you know, if you have a belt, I'd, I'd recommend standing up. Okay, look, up. here's a caveat. It's better sitting down at home, but not in oh, public. But if there's urinals. No. You you don't sit down on a urinal case, but yes, yeah. If there's urinals, just use the urinal. Yeah. Here's one thing that I've learned. About when, what? When fighting with a woman. Oh, my goodness. This is good. This, this could is, be a whole show. Okay, when fighting with a woman. You're going back and forth. You're making eye contact. You're both serious. You're both going at it. 
One thing you never do is take your mouth, your finger, and hold it to their mouth and go, "Shh, Daddy's talking." Okay, so um, I really appreciate those words of wisdom. Never do that. It never ends well. You've done it. Shh. You've done it. Daddy's talking. You, you've done that. Yeah. It was a joke, but they didn't find it funny. No, 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 no. Case, that is so foolish. So today, do me a favor. When you go home, if you and Kate get in a little bit of an argument, just take your finger and go, shh, daddy's talking. And <laughs> just report back to me and let me know how it goes. You trying to make me move in? Is that what this is all about? You want me, you want me to move in your crib? Just, just do it and see if you can set up the phone. Just start a little argument. She's going to go and you go, shh, daddy's talking. Jesus, case. <laughs> the, the divorce papers will come flying out of the cabinet. I didn't even know they were probably in there. <laughs> but they are. But they're somewhere deep in there. They're sure. one signature away. That's all it is. And that's that one line. Shh, daddy's talking. <laughs> done. I'm out. See ya. Hey, you've been listening to Dad Tastic, a podcast about two dads. I don't know if the information is good here, but it's a lot of fun. Oh, dear. You're listening to Dadtastic, a KSL podcast. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.